Hello again, everyone. I'm Matt Lachlan. Welcome to Pirates Talk, presented by Jag One Physical Therapy. Thank you so very much for your company. Can I get a show of hands from those who believe that after Seton Hall lost to Rutgers a month ago, that the Pirates would now find themselves tied for first in the Big East? <laughs> That's not many, not many, as Bruce Springsteen sings in his delightful version of Santa Claus is Coming to Town. But with wins since then over three nationally ranked teams, UConn, Providence, and most recently Marquette, that's where the Pirates stand. Head coach Shaheen Holloway is an animated, passionate figure on the sidelines, a demanding coach who preaches defense, rebounding, and, yeah, floor burns. It's taken some time, but it appears as if this group of Pirates is getting the message. Following Saturday's 78-75 win over Marquette, Kadari Richmond and Alamir Dawes, who combined for 44 points, acknowledge that they are starting to take on Holloway's persona. First, you'll hear from Richmond, and then Dawes. Just being around him every day and seeing the passion that he brings, I think it's starting to trickle down to us day in and day out. And I'm just happy to play for a guy like him. Same with me, you know, he... We're around him 24-7. He's not even with his family at times, and we, we realize that, that, you know, he could be with his family, but he's always with us, and, you know, we're we taking that to heart, and we, we kind of realize it. For his part, Holloway admitted that the team is heading in the right direction, but with more work to be done. I think we got a long way to go, and I think it's coming, right? Um, these guys understand we're playing with some passion. I thought today, to be honest with you, I'll be honest, I thought the crowd kind of got us. Right, got us back into it and got us juiced. And I thought our bench did as well. Um, I just want these guys to play hard. Every night not gonna be pretty, we're not gonna make shots. But if you play hard and you defend, you give yourself a chance to win. Right? And I think that's what's happening. The Pirates are on the road for their next two games. A matchup Tuesday against Georgetown, followed by a trip to Hinkle Fieldhouse and a game against Butler on Saturday before returning home on the 16th to face St. John's. It takes a village for any venture to be successful. Holloway's basketball village includes his coaching staff, Rasheen Davis, Corey Lowry, Sean Crawford, Kevin Coyle, and Ryan Whalen. Whalen worked as an assistant under Holloway at St. Peter's, and when Holloway returned to Seton Hall after St. Peter's captured the country's fancy with their magical run to the Elite Eight in the 2022 NCAA tournament, Whalen joined him. Whalen also worked with Holloway when they served as assistants under Seton Hall head coach Kevin Willard, whose departure to Maryland led to Holloway's return to campus. I had a chance to speak with the West Long Branch, New Jersey native on the day after the Hall's big win over Marquette. And you'll hear that interview after this message from Jag One Physical Therapy. A proud sponsor of Seton Hall Athletics, Jag One Physical Therapy gets you back to the life you love. Voted the number one physical therapy company based on first-class patient care and outcomes, Jag One Physical Therapy is invested in your full recovery. Your preferred in-network rehabilitation provider, Jag One Physical Therapy, has convenient locations throughout New York, New Jersey, and Pennsylvania. For more information and to find a location near you, visit www.jagonept. Ryan Whalen, thanks so very much for giving me some of your time. Uh, it's an incredibly busy time for Seton Hall, very successful time for Seton Hall. And I know with all that you have to do, you've got to squeeze a lot in to your day. So thanks for setting aside a few minutes for us. 
No, not a problem at all. I, you know, thank you so much for having me on. And and, and any time that you know I, I can uh, I can speak about Seton Hall basketball and and uh, you know to to a great audience and a, and a great host, uh, it's it's a pleasure of mine for sure. And I'm and I'm looking forward to getting into things. Well, thank you very much. So we're gonna cover a couple of topics, but. I'd be remiss if we didn't start with the lead, which is what has happened lately for Seton Hall. Three wins over ranked teams, including the one yesterday. We record this on a Sunday. Yesterday at Prudential Center, as you come up with the big win against Marquette. You know, I look back at where Seton Hall was at, record-wise anyway, and you can tell me how things were internally, but record-wise, you know, five and four after the loss to Rutgers, and a month later, you're the talk of the town. What has happened? What did you see before? And what has happened since that's gotten Seton Hall to this point? You know, you know, it's it's funny that you talk about that too, because uh, you, you know, uh, joining you today on the podcast after after a big win and after a couple of big wins, and then you know, if I did this three weeks ago, you know, when, when we lost to Rutgers, it's it, it's it's almost like a completely different uh, aura around what what we're talking about and how we're talking about it. And to be honest with you, you know. What's what's changed is, is nothing's really changed, and and you know I think we we, we let a couple of games slip through our fingers early, early on in the season. Uh, you know we, we came out sluggish. We we had to kind of overcome that, uh, and and I think what our guys did a great job of is just kind of sticking to the game plans and, and sticking to what Coach Holloway's put in front of them. Because I mean to me, you know, and, and I know I'm biased because I've I've only ever really you know for like a long period of time I've only ever really worked for two coaches and to me like coach coach Shaw the way he does does things the way he runs his program like you're going to be successful as long as you follow the blueprint you know when 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 you start to veer away from that it, you know it kind of gets away from you and i think what our what our guys did a great job of is is just coming in every day and and you know re- realizing what needed to be done you know, what was going to get us to be successful, playing together, playing hard, playing smart. And I think, you know, over, over the last three, four weeks, you've seen that, starting with the Missouri game, you know, where, where we hit some shots and, you know, everybody was like, ah, well, they're really not going to shoot the ball that well. Okay, well, then, you know, you, you go to UConn. And what did we hit, four threes? And we drove the ball to the basket. And, and, and we, you know, we got mismatch problems with them we're winning basketball games in, in completely different ways every every night so you know and and again you know our, our guys are just doing a great job of what's being asked for and, and coach holloway you know as he always does ever since i've been working for him you know i've been i've been with him a long time you know he's going to get his teams to be successful as long as everybody's on the same page and buying in player wise it's gonna it's gonna be a, you know it's gonna be a great thing well, you have a long association with him, and you mentioned the other coach, Kevin Willard, of course, so your association with Seton Hall runs deep as well. So it's it's, it's a perfect combination, right, of Seton Hall, Shaw, and now here you are back at the university. So what is the, if you will, secret sauce? You were there when you went to the Elite Eight What for St. Peter's. What is the Shaw's secret sauce? I mean, first and foremost, he, he, he gets these guys at a level that I think a lot of other coaches don't. You know, he he's... Uh, you know, he was obviously a fantastic player. I mean, everybody knows, you know, uh, uh, about him as a player in high school and college and, and you know, in, in the professional ranks. I mean, he, these guys look up to him. And, again, I, I think one of the best things that, that he does is he tells these guys not what they want to hear but what they need to hear. And I, I think that gets lost nowadays in, in, in our society. You know, I, I think everyone's looking for instant gratification and, you know, being told that, oh, you're doing the right thing or, or, or you know, everything's going to be okay. Sometimes people need to hear the hard truths. And I think Coach Shaw does a great job of that. You know, he, he lets these guys know that, you know, no, what you're doing is not okay and it needs to change. And if you're not willing to change, like – 
things are not going to work out the way you want them to. And, you know, when everyone's pushing and pulling in the, in the, in the same direction, you know, I think you've seen, you know, so, some, some magic can happen. And when you've got a guy at the top who puts in the work that he does and, 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 and really gets after it every day, like it's like it's his last day of, of, of being in the building. It, it's just it's really fun to watch and it's really fun to be a part of it. It's 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 been really special for me to be sitting by his side, you know, for all these years, because the hard work that he's put into it, as I've seen both as an assistant and as a head coach. Like there was no doubt in my mind that he was going to be successful whenever he got his opportunity. I'm just lucky and thankful that, I, that I've been able to sit next to him while he's done it. How has your relationship over the years changed with him as it's matured and he's given you more responsibility? You know, I, it, it, it's, it's, it's kind of the same, you know, like, you know, when, when I took the job at St. Peter's and, and, and him and I sat down in, in his office and, you know, we had a conversations over the phone. And then, and then when I you know went down and sat with him and met with him in person, you know, I, I just think he knows what he expects from me. And I know, you know, what he, what he expects me to do. Uh, when you work with somebody for so long, so closely, both when he was an assistant, uh, you know, he helped me get it. He helped me get that job at Iona for coach Willard all those years ago. And, you know, I never, I'll never forget that. And, you know, when you got two guys that, you know, chemistry wise, you know, there, there's not a lot that needs to be said. You know, we understand each other. We read each other. Well, um, you know, we, we kind of bounce off each other. Well, you know, he, he's, he's hyper aggressive and, 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 and in your face, not, not in a bad way, but you know, what it, what it needs to be. And I, I'm a little more laid back and, and, and subdued. And, and, and I, I, our guys always joke that, when Coach Ryan's yelling, like you know, you did something wrong, or you you know you really messed you know you really messed something up. And not that I don't have a passion, but I but I think I think any good working relationship, you need to have that balance. You can't have two guys yelling and screaming. If if one guy's you know if if, if one guy's up and intense, the other guy needs to be kind of behind and, and and saying like, fellas, like are you listening to the message? Don't listen to the tone of what he's saying. Listen to, I'm sorry, don't listen to the tone of how he's saying it. Listen to what he's saying, mm-hmm. because the message is more important than the tone. And, and that's something that I've learned from him and Coach Willard as well. And, you know, I had to kind of, you know, learn that, you know, not the hard way, but, you know, I'm a pretty sensitive guy. I have been my entire life. So, you know, it's, you know, when, when, you, when someone's yelling at you or, you know, talking to you loudly, you, you tend to, some people tend to like, just be like, well, why is he yelling? Instead of saying, well, what is he saying? And, and I, I think Coach Shaw and I have struck that, that that great balance of, you know, just just working really well together. And, and like I said, I'm very lucky to be sitting by his side all these years because, you know, it, it's it's been a great ride. There's been there's been you know tremendous highs and and, and some lows, but you know the, the best thing that I that, that you said before is he's given me a ton of responsibility, trusts me with things, and I'm just I'm very grateful for that. So what do those responsibilities include? What is your role? Uh, what Fill us in. Let, let let the audience know what it is that that you do at Seton Hall. We got the title. What's the work that's involved in that? Yeah, you know what? It, 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 it pretty much comes down to being, being a utility guy, right? Being able to do everything. You know, I, I, I like to think that I have my hands and everything that goes on in the program. I try to take as much stuff off of his plate. Um Ancillary-wise, you know, anything that comes across from an administrative standpoint that, you know, he shouldn't have to deal with, especially during the season, you know, dealing with the administrators, you know, in our building and then across campus as well, uh, you know, and, and then, you know, being, being, you know, have hands-on in academics and, you know, the weight room and scheduling and, and, and making sure our guys know where they need to be at all times. And that's just off-the-court stuff. And then, you know, on the court and, you know, you know helping out with uh, – 
you know, offense and defense and, and, and workouts and just really having my hand in every, every aspect of the program and then recruiting as well. You know, I'm, 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 I'm learning and getting better at recruiting every day. You know, we have some great guys on our staff and, and Coach Davis and Coach Lowry who are, you know, helping me a, a, along in that direction. And, you know, I, I just try to be the positive force for this program every single day. For you and the rest of the coaches, when you're out on the recruiting trail, what is the sell for Seton Hall? I mean, I mean the sell is you, you, you come in for – come and play for a great program with a, with a great history and a great tradition. And you, and you play for a fantastic coach who's, you know, who's won in some, some really tough spots. And, you know, I don't think, you know, I, I, it's funny because, you know, when, when we won at St. Peter's, you know, I, I think everybody, you know, saw oh, St. Peter's and, and the magic and this, I don't think people really understood. And I, and I don't know if, you know, eventually when they make a Disney movie about, about that, that <laughs> season and that, and that, and that run, I don't think people really understand what a tough job that was. And I think that's one of the big selling points for him as a coach is the fact that we, that he left St. Peter's the where the way that he did. And now people don't talk about it. Like, okay, well, when we got there, you know, we couldn't show people the gym and we couldn't show people the locker room. And he was recruiting guys, you know, pretty much bringing them up to our student center, which is the nicest building on campus. And, and selling them on a dream and a vision. And, and people were buying into that right away. Like, to, to me, like, that, that, that's, you know, that's, that's what it's all about right there. Well, it was a fabulous run. And if you look at what he did and you alongside him, of course, and, and others, it was a steady climb. You know, the Elite Eight didn't come out of three or four years of, you know, 12 and 15 seasons. There was a steady climb for St. Peter's. And while no one could have predicted a trip to the Elite Eight, you could see the success continued from year to year and, and the building process went on. So uh, one of the things that assistant coaches are responsible for and, and is the scout, right? You, you got to be able to provide the information on the team that you're playing next. And uh, we were trying to set up this interview earlier, uh, but Pete Long, who is the man in charge of media relations at Seton Hall on the basketball side, he said, hey, uh, Coach Whalen's got the, the scout for for Marquette and and it's really intense and can we wait till after the game so how intense is it what goes into being the man in charge of what the other team is going to do and in a very short period of time because you went from the win against Providence on a Wednesday to playing on a Saturday afternoon against um against Marquette what goes into the scout work and how much of your <laughs> how much of that time are you just in a blackout mood nope Nobody can talk to me. This is what I got to do. <laughs> yeah, you know what? It, it, it's it's funny because I've had some coworkers in the past. Who, it's kind of a running joke that you know when 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 Ryan has a scout, don't don't talk to him until it's over. <laughs> um, and I, I I try. I guess I try not to be like you know. I'm a little edgy to begin with, but I so I, I you know I'm, I'm not a, I'm not a mean guy at any. So I guess I kind of give off this aura like don't talk to me. Um, so you know I, I know I need to get better at that. But but at the end of the day, it's. You know, when, when, when you're charged with, you know, talking about another team and what they're going to do and, and how you can beat them, to me, that that's something I take very personally. It's, it's you know, it's something that I learned from from, from Coach Shaw and, and, and Coach Willard before him of, of you know, prep, preparation is key. If you can be better prepared than, than, than your opponent, then you give yourself an advantage right out the door. You know, for, for me, I, I like to watch seven or eight games depending on how much time I have and I'll, and I'll, I'll chart every single thing that they've done. 
So I'll, I'll know how many times they've run this play, how many times they've run that play. What do they like to do at the end of games? What do they like to do out of timeouts? What kind of defense are they going to play? If they play a zone, how many possessions of that zone have they played? When are they going to play that zone? So you can give our guys, we, Coach Shaw likes to say this all the time, and I, and I love to say, give them the answers to the test. If you, you know, if you go into a test as, as a student, you know what's on that test, and you're so well prepared, it's going to make it a lot easier. So even if there's some curveballs thrown, like you, you've prepared for every situation, and, and that's what you try to do. And then, like you said, it, it, it's tough with it, with a quick turnaround, but you've really got to focus in on what that team likes to do. Like, what, what is their bread and butter? What are their plays that they're going to run when they need a basket? You know, what, what is their really concepts that you, you really need to focus on? And I thought, I thought last year against Marquette, you know, they, they slip a lot of screens. And I think last year we got caught switching on slip screens, and it really hurt us. So what we focused on the last two days was, was, was a lot of slip screens. And you know what? Like, if a guy's getting close, stay with your man. Stay with your man. And then even halfway through the game yesterday, we started opening our bodies and turning a little bit, and we were giving up driving lanes. And I thought, I thought Coach Shaw and our players, they made a tremendous adjustment in the second half to stay in front of guys and get their hands active. And, and you know, that, that, that scouting, I think it's just, you know, between myself and the other two assistants and, and Coach Shaw at the top leading the charge, I, I think it really gives us an advantage every game, every game that we go out there because we put so much time into it. I love that philosophy. Give them the answers, right? It's a test when you're playing the game, so give them the answers so we can uh, we can get a, a good grade in that particular game. Well, listen, when, when you talk about that kind of work and how intense it is and needing to know every circumstance, at least to the best that you can, I can understand why you put everything on hold when you're in charge of a particular scout. It, it gave us, uh, gave me, and I'm sure our listening audience, great insight to what's involved in that. So now we get on to this, this year a little bit, and again, I do appreciate your time. Uh, we talked a little bit about the the move forward, you know, beating Missouri and so on and so forth. What, what now that Seton Hall is on once again, a national map, uh, a topic of conversation, how far is far? Like, what do you think this team can do? I mean, I, you know, this, this, this team's expectations before the season was to go to the NCAA tournament and, and, and make a deep run. Because I think, you know, as we talked about with, with St. Peter's and nobody expected us to, once you get in there, once you're one of those 68 teams, anything can happen. So, you know, the, the, the goal is to get there. And, and, and to, the way to get there is to keep stacking good days. Like Coach said yesterday after, after the win, that was, a, that was a great win we had yesterday. You can't take that away from our guys. You can't take that away from anybody in that locker room, right? But, but we know that, that that win, when we left that locker room, that win stayed in that locker room. Now we have to move forward. We, we're, we're, you know, we can't live in the past, whether it's negative or positive. we got to keep moving forward. And, and so today, when, when, when we get in the film room, when we get on the court, the focus is, is Georgetown. And then the focus after that is, is Butler and so on and so on. The focus has to be who that next opponent is. And that's the way we're going to get to where we need to get to, by just taking it day by day, focusing on what's important on that day, not looking too far forward. Like, we have guys like myself, you know, who, who, who worry about things that need to be worried about in the future. And, and, and it's great because we allow people to live in the moment. And, and, and that's what our guys have done a great job of the last couple of weeks. And, you know, we need to carry our momentum forward. We can't let our momentum stall or our momentum move backwards because then we're moving in a position that we don't want to or need to. But the, but the goal for this team is to make it to the NCAA tournament. And then how far we get from there, you can't say because it, 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 it's such a roll of the dice. But we know when we get there with, 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 the, man up, with the man at the top of the, of, of the bench, and the way that we prepare and the way we put ourselves in a position to win basketball games, we know we're going to give ourselves a great chance against anybody we play. Those words are very exciting to all Seton Hall Pirate fans. So this team is a veteran team. 
some new faces, whether it's uh, uh, whether it's uh, Jaden Bediaco uh, or Elijah Hutchins Everett uh, blending in, but they all bring experience with them. I mean, this is not a young team. What are the benefits of having a team with a bunch of returners, but also some uh, post-grads coming in who've got NCAA basketball at a high level under their belt? What are, what are the advantages that that gives Seton Hall? And then what are some of the challenges to develop a bench underneath that? I, I mean, I think, I think the advantage is, as, as you've seen, is, you know, anytime you have an older team, you know, that have, that have been through the wars and, 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 and the ups and downs and peaks and valleys of a college basketball season, like that's not a lot of things you need to teach. Um, so, you know, they, they know what to expect. Now they might not know what to expect for a certain coach, but they know what to expect just, just playing in the game. And I, and I think that gives you a tremendous advantage. You know, plus you know ha- having a group of older guys, you know they 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 know that their 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 time is short, right? So they they know that they have to live in the moment, and they know that you know any game or any moment can can be their last one. They can't take anything for granted, so they got to go out there and 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 play like they're not going to get another opportunity, um, you know, tomorrow. Uh, and then you know, in, in terms of the bench, you know, the the, the the younger guys, I think they've they've done a fantastic job of 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 blending in. You know, with an older group, and I think the older group has done a good job of, of taking their of taking them under their wings in a in a positive way, and 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 showing them, you know, um, you know, this is what is expected, and this is this is what we want to do, and you know, th- those guys have just done a great job with, when when they get on the floor of of playing hard, and that's a staple of of Coach Schaff. You go in there and you give your all, and you play hard, even if you make some mistakes, we'll we'll live with it as long as you're playing hard. And then uh, obviously the big one, as long as you're playing defense, because uh, I, I think the, the the word is out there: if you don't play uh, defense for Coach Shaw, you you will not be on the floor for very long. Um, and then you know. Just, just, just some of the you know the, the, the disadvantages of this you know transfer portal era, if you if you will, and, and whether it's an older guys or younger guys that you're bringing in is, you know the trying to break habits. I'm not going to say bad habits because you know every coach is different, and, you know good, bad. It, 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 it's all semantics, but trying to break habits that guys have done at different schools for three or four years. And habits could be as simple as something as pick and roll defense. You've played pick and roll defense like this for three years, and this is what you know. But we do it in a completely different way. So you have to completely retrain three years of, of doing something a different way. And, and I think that's a challenge, not just for us, but for every program going forward. And I think our guys have done a great job, you know, transfers, freshmen, of, of really buying in to what we do, how we do it, and seeing that it works. Now, when you win, it makes things easier, right? But seeing how things work. And I, and I think the guys that have, uh, you know, re- returned, Kadari and, and Dre and Al and Jaquan Sanders and even Jaquan Harris, who's not playing, but, you know, he's kind of off on the sideline watching and, and helping and talking to guys. Those guys have done a really good job of, 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 of uh, cementing every day what's expected and, and holding guys accountable to a standard. Yeah, one player I didn't mention, by the way, and that's a great answer, but I didn't mention uh, Dilla Dewusu. Uh, who has really, I, I, I saw him yesterday, and because of my job, I don't get a chance to watch every minute of every Seton Hall basketball game. But watching him yesterday, I said, wow, this guy, I knew what he was bringing from St. John's, but this guy has changed a little bit and has become really a critical cock, maybe more critical. He was always critical, but more critical cock. Uh, can you just tell a little bit about what, what he has brought to the table and where he has improved his game? And then just a couple more, and I'll let you go. <laughs> No, no, no. 
no. I, 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 got, I, got, I got all morning, so however long you want to call it. I, 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 love spreading the, I love spreading the message about Seton Hall basketball. We'll sure. do part two and part three then. <laughs> <laughs> so, so, so Dylan, Dylan, Dylan's been fantastic, and, 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 and I think Dylan's one of those guys, like I said, who's, who played in a different system and had to kind of retrain himself and relearn some stuff. But when you look him out on the court, he's, he's a, he's a bulldog, right? He, yep. he, he, he makes winning plays. And, and I remember in the, in the first half of, of yesterday's game against Marquette, I think he only, I, I forget at which point it was, it was late in the first half and he only had two rebounds and, and coach kind of looked at him and, and, and challenged him and he, and his rebound numbers have been off the charts recently. And, and he ended up, you know, I, I don't remember the exact number that he had yesterday. It was a nine, 10, 11. It was, but he, he was fantastic. He goes in there and he mixes up and he, he's not, you know he's not six ten. He's he's you know he's six three, and you know he he does such a good job of, of of bringing an intensity to us. And he's one of those guys that takes those younger guys under his wings and does things the right way. And the guys look at him and they 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 learn from him. And he's you know he's just been one of those guys that you know playing for the right coach, playing playing in the right system. And 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 Coach Shaw to me, there's really not a lot of wrong guys that, that for for Coach Shaw. As long as you're going to play hard and you're going to play defense, we can figure everything else out. And Dylan's really come in and 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 brought that mantra. And you know, he did a really good job yesterday on on multiple different guys guarding them. And and he's a guy that you can trust on both ends of the floor to to, to make a play. You know, and this is not a, a knock at all on any of the other players on the team, but I look at him and I go, "That's that's a coach shot player." There's a lot of similarities to how they approach the game with a hard nosed approach. And and it was the same thing with Casey and Defo who came over from St. Peter's for last year. Like you, you look at it and, and you say, that's what coach is looking for. You play hard like that. You die for loose balls. You bang, you're going to have a role. And, and he's, he's looking for that from everybody, which is not to say you're not getting that from everyone. I'm just saying those two players in my eyes, particularly epitomize what Shaheen Holloway is asking and looking for. Oh, absolutely. And, and, and you know what the thing about that too is, 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 the guys that are built that way, you know, you talked about Dylan and you talk about Casey. I, I think, you know, one of one of the more important attributes that they have is not only playing like that, but showing everyone else how to play. And I think even if you're not built that way and you see a guy doing that, it really brings everybody up to that level. And that, that that's like exactly what you said. That's what we need. Truthfully, last year, I thought Casey was at times on the floor and even as a timeout was called going to the huddle. Like he had a look to some of the players like guys like, Come on now, this is what we're supposed to be doing here. Uh, and and I, I thought he brought, he let all the players know, which is important. You can have it from the top, and he, they get it every day from Shaw and the rest of the staff, but you need that guy inside who knows it. And now you've got guys with second years under him, and now, again, even Dylan can come in and say, I, I played elsewhere, but this is what it's about, boys. Die for loose balls. That's our ball. Let's get it, right? That's yep. our rebound. Yep. Let's Absolutely. get it. How, yep. many how many times have I looked over uh, at the bench and seen Shaw, you, and the rest of the coaches with a look on your face, but Shaw going, how did how did you not get that ball? That's your ball, <laughs> right? I mean, he's demanding it all the time. Yep. We, we, we call those... We call those, you know, obviously, you know, the big saying in, in, in basketball is the 50-50 balls. And, you know, that, that's always a big point of emphasis of ours is those 50-50 basketballs have got to be ours every single time. Yeah. So tell me about Kadari Richmond. Um, from the outside, such a talented player. What makes him tick? What What's the fire that burns inside? Yeah, Kadari, Kadari's an interesting guy. You know, I, I, I think that... 
Kadari, you know, went from, from, you know, he's obviously played for, for three different coaches in, in, in college. And, you know, uh, I don't know if he w- want to say he was, you know, just kind of looking for the, for the right guy, the right fit. Uh, but I, I think that, you know, what, what, what's, what's going well for him is, you know, him and him and coach Shaw, their, their relationship, right. They, they both have done a good job of, you know, kind of figuring each other out and, and, you know, where do you want the ball and how do you want to play? And this is what you're asking of me. And and, and this is what I need to do. And, you know, it, it's been, it, it's been, it's been fun to watch, you know, those, those two kind of in the lab together and, and, and figuring things out. But, you know, I, I think what, what makes Kadari tick like, like most of these guys is winning. They want to win. They want to win. And, and you know what, it, it's funny because everyone says they want to win. Um, but until you take those steps as a player, to really buy into what's being told of you, you know, it's really just talk. But, and I think what Kadari's done a really good job of is, you know, like, like we talked about to me, you know, I I know I'm biased and I know people will probably look at this sideways and, but there's not many better coaches in the country than coach Shaw. And, you know, these guys all realize that he's going to put them in positions to succeed. And if you just listen to what he's telling you, how he's telling you, you know, what the message is, you're going to be successful. And I think Kadari's seen that. And, 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 you know, he's, he's, he's had really good games throughout his college career, but as consistently as he's been playing this year, I, I don't think you've seen that from him in college. And, and it's always been that, you know, well, you know, all oh, the talents there and this is there and that's there. And he's just got to do this and he's just got to do that. But I, I think what you've, what you're seeing from him now is, is, is like we talked about before, he's stacking those days, he's stacking those moments. He's, he's, he's leaving it all out there and he's, and, he, and he's doing what's asked of him and he's realizing that that's putting him in a, in a successful position and the team in a successful position as well. Because we have a saying around here as well, man, when the team wins, we all win. doesn't matter who it is. When the team wins, everyone wins. And that has been happening with great frequency. As of latest, Seton Hall is 10 and five now overall and, and three and one in the big East Ryan last one or two, and I'll let you go. And that is for you. Uh, you know, we've discussed your path and you're a Jersey guy. You're a hoops guy. I, I suspect that you were uh, a gym rat and still are in, in many ways as, as coaches are. Uh, what, what's your path been like? Who has helped you the most? Was there a mentor along the way or a break along the way that, that really got you to where you are? And then, you know, where, where are you headed after this? Which, uh, you know, I know it, it's about this year, but what are some dreams and aspirations? Yeah. So, you know, uh, there, there's been a ton of people that have helped, you know, me in, in, in my situation and, you know, it, I, I've worked very hard to get where I've, where I've gotten, um, you know, first, uh, sorry, you, you caught me here. It's, it's a little, it's all. So my, my father, first and foremost, um, you know, he's, he, he was diagnosed with MS last summer mm. <clears throat> and, you know, he's, he's done everything for me in this business. You know, he, uh, he, he did it in a completely different way and, you know, he's really kind of paved the path for me. He, he's a fantastic coach on his own. He's a, he's, he's a legendary high school coach, you know, was just uh, elected into the NJ SIAA hall of fame uh, for, you know, multiple contributions to different high schools. Um, you know, so he, he's the one that, that gave me my passion for the game. Uh, and then, you know, there's, like I said, there's a laundry list of people, but, you know, Coach Shaw obviously, you know, gave me a break at Iona um, and, you know, you know, introduced me to Coach Willow and, and got me in there and, you know, brought me, brought me into St. Peter's and, 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 
you know, I, I put all my trust and faith into him and he's rewarded that tenfold. I can never thank him enough for that. You know, I've, I've been very lucky and, and blessed to be sitting by his side and, you know, just to be a small part of, of history at St. Peter's and then now, you know, moving forward here at, at, uh, at, at Seton Hall. Uh, Kevin Willard is another guy. I, I wouldn't be here without him. You know, uh, he, he took a chance on me as, as, a, as a volunteer video coordinator at, at, at Iona about, uh, I don't even know how long ago at this point. It seems like forever ago. <laughs> uh, but, you know, he, he took a chance on me. And, you know, I, a guy I, I really can't thank enough. Uh, and then, you know, Dan McHale, a guy I worked for at Eastern Kentucky, gave me my first assistant coaching job, somebody I'll be forever indebted to. Uh, and then uh, Phil Martelli. You know, when I when I was a when I was a, a, a student at St. Joseph's University, you know, I knew I wanted to be a college coach. For two years, my junior and senior year, he uh, he let me sit on his bench, sit in his office every day, take notes, watch film, learn how to cut up film, which is really kind of where I made my name in, in the coaching business to, to start. Really, how I kind of got some opportunities early on. Um, you know, he, he's another guy that, that that I could never, you know, really thank enough. Uh, you know, for, for, for what he's done for me. And, and, and again, all the assistant coaches and, and, and support staff people and, and, and managers and players that I've had the pleasure of, of working with, they've really molded me into the, into the coach that I am today. And, you know, I, I'm just a guy who, who looks around and, you know, I, I'm, from a, I'm from a small Jersey Shore town. Like you said, I'm a Jersey guy. I love New Jersey. You know, uh, I love the Jersey Shore. Um, you know, I'm very lucky to be in this position. Uh, you know, my first two jobs out of college were both volunteer jobs. I didn't make a single dollar coaching college basketball until my third year of the business. And and that was just because, you know, Coach Willer got the Seton Hall job. And you know, I was lucky enough that he thought, you know, enough of me to bring him with bring me with him. Um, and then I've just kind of kind of taken it from there. But, but a lot of hard work, you know, a, a lot of dedication, a lot of long hours. Um, you know, my wife and my kids, who I love more than anything in the world, you know, they've sacrificed a lot, but they, they understand, you know, they, and, and, and the, the good times in this business are, are, are really good. And I'm just very lucky to have a lot of really good people behind me. The, the, the team behind the team is incredible for sure. So ultimately, I guess you'd like to be the head guy somewhere. Whenever that happens, however that occurs. Absolutely. You know what? I, I don't think. Because tell, Anybody I'm sorry, did. I don't mean to interrupt. Show me the guy. I know everyone wants to be humble. Oh, no, I'm happy what I'm doing. And I'll, you know, you want a guy who wants to be the top guy. That's who I no, want I, at my side, right? I don't, I don't want to, I don't want to sit here and lie to you, right? I, I wouldn't yeah. be doing this if I, if I didn't want to be a head coach, but you know, that's not my position right now. Right. So, you know, you, you, you help the head guy out and you, and you prepare yourself to be in that situation. And, and I think that if I do get a, an opportunity, which I'm hoping, you know, I'm hoping I do, I've worked very hard for it. Um, you know, that, that coach shot has prepared me for that. Coach Willard has prepared me for that. And I, and I know I'll be ready. And, and, and a lot of it will be because of them, because of what they've taught me and, and how I've seen them carry themselves on a, on, a, on a daily basis. And, you know, for whatever I do going forward, if I'm, if I'm lucky, like I said, it's a dream of mine. It's been a dream of mine since I was a little kid. People talked about they wanted to be astronauts and they wanted to be firefighters. I wanted to be a college basketball coach for as long as I can remember. I love the college game. I've never really been big into the NBA. When I was little, you know, you like to watch the superstars, but I've always been a college basketball guy. I wanted to be a head coach for for as long as I can remember. And you know what? I, I'm I'm confident that if I do get my chance, and hopefully I will, that. Coach Willard and, and Coach Holloway, especially, they've they prepared me for that. And, you know, that that's my ultimate goal. But while I'm in Seton Hall, I want to I want to help in whatever way I can. 
you know, turn this program in, in, into the top 25 program that it should be. And I know under Coach Holloway's direction, that's the, that's the direction that this is going. Well, Ryan, he's got more than able assistance, including yourself, helping in that aim. Good luck. Thanks very much for your time. Good luck against Georgetown. That's the focus. And good luck in the ultimate goal, which is getting back to the NCAA tournament and making some noise. I appreciate your time. No, thank you very much. And I, I appreciate you having me on. And, and like I said before, you know, spreading the message of, of, of Coach Shaw and, and Seton Hall basketball, you know, we, we, we need these, you know, we need these stories out there and, 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 and we need to know, you know, we need people to know, you know, just really what goes on in this program on a daily basis and, and the work that, that Coach Shaw puts, puts into making this the best product that it can be. And, and, you know, we just want to, we just want to keep that going forward and, you know, keep pushing forward and, and go Pirates. And that will do it for this edition of Pirates Talk presented by Jag One Physical Therapy. The Pirates are in a pleasantly surprising spot. Here's wishing them good luck in their next game against Georgetown. They should win, but they'll have to earn it. You don't want to stumble now. Thanks again to Ryan Whalen for sharing his time. Every coach's schedule is overbooked, and I'm grateful for Ryan for carving a half hour out of his time. It was a fun chat. I hope you enjoyed it. And as Ryan and I discussed and laughed about, parts two and three will come sometime down the road. Uh, two Irishmen get together, and the crack is good. Special thanks to Jag One Physical Therapy for its support of Pirates Talk, as this show continues to attract more listeners, and as Seton Hall continues to flourish under Shaheen Holloway, I hope that our relationship continues to grow. Many thanks to my good friend Pat Christensen, the sound engineer of the show and the writer and performer of the Pirates Talk theme. His work on Pirates Talk is invaluable. And a shout out to his dad, Larry, who recently celebrated his 80th birthday. Happy birthday! Here's to many more, Larry, and a few more drams of Aquavit. And thanks to you for your company. It is very much appreciated. Until next time, treat each other kindly. Stay safe, be well, and go Pirates! Pirates!